the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Have you ever worked so hard at something, and you just said to yourself, I can't wait until this is over, like I'm so tired? Maybe you're in busy season. For all the accountants out there in this church right now, you're exhausted and you're busy, but it's only just beginning. If you guys don't know, I was actually a CPA before I became a priest, and I remember this January to April time of like, oh, please, I can't wait for it to be over. Or for all of us in school who are like in midterms right now, or maybe you just finished, or finals week, whenever it comes up, and you're just like, it's so hard. I just can't wait to rest. I know the feeling. The struggle is real. Rest is so needed. And rest is not about doing nothing. Actually, rest signifies a completion. It means I can finally rest. I can, it's over. I did it. And as Christians, rest is the goal of the Christian life. We know that God created the world in how many days? Six days. And on the seventh day, he saw that all of it was good, and he rested. In such a busy world, where there feels like there's always something to do, and so many of us can relate, it's like as if we're busy bodies. Rest is the last thing that we experience. Actually, what we really experience is restlessness. It's anxiety. It's constant work, work, work. In the letter to the Hebrews, St. Paul is talking about the Hebrew people and how they've just been delivered from slavery. And God is sending them to a land flowing with milk and honey to a land of rest. But because of their disobedience... They wander in the desert. Do you, do you know how long they wander? Forty years. And God says to them, because of your disobedience, you, this generation, will never enter my rest. Even Moses, who was actually very obedient, who followed God. Moses made a mistake. He tried to be God by speaking to a rock. When God said, speak to it, Moses strikes it, water flows out, and God said, because of your disobedience, you're not going to go to the promised land. You're not going to have rest. St. Paul is talking about a greater rest. And he says in verse 3, chapter 4, verse 3, for we who believed enter into that rest. Rest is the inheritance of all who believe. Rest comes from obedience. It's actually a fruit of faith and a fruit of surrender. So many of us want peace. We're restless. We're anxious. Peace is a fruit of the Spirit of God. We've been talking about the fruits of the Holy Spirit for about a month now. The fruits of the Holy Spirit are love, joy, peace. There's a war going on in our hearts. So many of us in this church, family, listen. You love Jesus, and I know you do. And you tell Jesus all the time, Jesus, I love you, and I want to keep loving you. But then there's another part of us that keeps sinning. There can be no peace in war, right? Eventually, in any war, one side has to surrender. And so this morning, I tell all of us, if the war is going on in your heart between God and sin, right now surrender to God. 
Say, Lord, I don't know how to surrender, but I surrender because there's a war going on in my heart. There's two sides of me. St. Paul talks about the old self and the new self. Lord, I surrender because rest is a fruit of faith. For all who believed enter into that rest. But for those who are disobedient, I will say to them, they will never enter my rest. So if that war is going on, right now surrender. But here's what happens. The struggle is real. Sin is attractive. We're broken and we're fallen. And many of us, like we've been talking about freedom, right? We want to live in freedom? Well, it's hard. And so, so many of us, because of our slavery and because sin is so attractive, because the world is so attractive, we say, you know what? I can't surrender to God, so I'm just going to surrender to sin. And when you surrender to sin, you become a slave. And when you're a slave, you'll never rest. You're never going to enter into that rest that God has planned. When people think of rest, they think of how tired they are. Often, you know, I just remember like the older generation and they say, Jehia, I'm so tired, you know. Many of us in this church, are you tired? I'm not talking about like last night you didn't sleep well or whatever. I'm talking about like life. Some of us are just tired from life. We say that because we don't want to suffer. And we think that rest means no suffering. Family, we can have rest in the midst of the suffering. We can have peace in the midst of the cross. So when I talk about rest, I'm not talking about life is going to be easy. We need to surrender to the will of God. And if God's will for us is we carry our cross and follow Jesus, then we know in faith that we are following the Lord and even in the midst of your trials, your sufferings, your hardship, Jesus is with you. You're going to be okay. Amen? Rest is a fruit of faith. Rest comes from obedience. For those who believed, enter into that rest. In today's Gospel, we see John the Baptist he points to Jesus and he says, Behold the Lamb of God. Two of his disciples, John's disciples, are with him and they're like, Oh, John is pointing to the Lamb, so let's go there. Start, they start following Jesus and Jesus, before even they say anything to Jesus, Jesus asks them a question. He says, what are you looking for? Basically, he's saying, what do you seek? What do you want? Many of us in this church will say right now, I want rest. I want peace. The disciples respond perfectly. And they say, actually, they reveal their heart through a question. Imagine Jesus says, what are you looking for? What do you want? What are you seeking? And normally you would say, like, Jesus, I want rest. I want peace. I want love. I want whatever. But they actually ask Jesus a question. They ask Jesus, Jesus, 
Where are you staying? And Jesus responds, come and see. I feel like these disciples, they realize, like they're curious about Jesus. And although they want rest, they recognize that rest is a fruit of obedience to God. And so if John the Baptist is saying, Jesus is the Lamb of God, then I want to obey the, the will of God. And then they know that they will have fulfillment. Jesus is the answer to the heart's desire. So again, I say, if you desire rest, if you want peace, obey God. Follow Jesus. Many people come up to me and they're just tired, right? They're anxious. And I'll ask the question, when's the last time you prayed? When's the last time you went into the Adoration Chapel and sat with Jesus? Sometimes we're in that Adoration Chapel and guys, we're restless. It's okay. We're, we're like tripping out. It's like the struggle is in that chapel sometimes. But then you leave the chapel and you feel different. You're different when you leave. That comes from the fruit of relationship. St. Augustine famously says, and I want you to declare this with me. Repeat after me. My heart is restless, My heart is restless. until it rests in you. St. Augustine lived a double life. Actually, he, he actually told God, he's like, God, this sin is too much. I don't, it's too hard. But eventually he surrenders to God he gives his whole life to God. He follows Jesus and he experiences the rest that comes from obedience, from faith. My heart is restless until it rests in you. Psalm 27 verse 4, it answers the question that the apostles, that Jesus is asking. Jesus is asking, what do you seek? Psalm 27 says, one thing I seek. One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the, in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, that I may gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. All I want is Jesus. And when, we, when our lives can become that simple, we will have that rest that we all desire. When our lives are so complicated, we will be anxious, we will be restless no matter what. And so this morning, tell Jesus, Jesus, all I want is you. And sometimes I don't. Sometimes there's a war in my heart. But Jesus, I want you. And that's why I'm here. Jesus, he tells the disciples, come and see. Come and see is not a, uh, you have to stay with me. It's not an order. Jesus gives an invitation to come and see. For some of us who have not given their lives to Jesus in a very like kind of intentional way, but also by like denying and rejecting certain sin in your life, Jesus says today, come and see. And I challenge all of us in this church today, Today, when you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. Today, when you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts, Lord. Take out my heart of stone. Give me a heart of flesh. Today, when you hear, come and see. That you come and see the goodness of the Lord. That you rest 
in his temple and that you remain in it. Don't go back to your former way of life. Remain with Jesus and you will find rest. I want to conclude with this, very simple. Jesus asks the question to all of us, what are you looking for? What do you seek? I want to take five or ten seconds of silence. I want to ask, I want all of us in our hearts right now to ask Jesus. Can you close your eyes? Ask Jesus right now. I want you to picture Jesus right in front of you. Come Holy Spirit. And I want you to ask the question in your heart. Jesus, what do you seek? When I first did this, I heard the words, I thirst. Jesus thirsts for you. He seeks you. He desires you. We all want love. And it's really the unconditional love of Jesus where we will find rest. I've told you a hundred times already probably in six months I've been here. You don't have to work for his love. He loves you. His love is unconditional. So if you're tired, rest. But rest is a fruit of faith. So I pray, Lord, that all of us have more faith in you, that we surrender, that we give our lives to you, Jesus, and that the sin that of our lives that is causing us restlessness and anxiety and no peace, Jesus, that you convert our hearts and that we choose you today. Amen?